This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All that ridicule you took, every bit of the ridicule you took after getting your butt beat, when you pat on their butt tonight, you think about that. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bone, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Let's go. All that ridicule you took, every bit of the ridicule you took after getting your butt beat, when you pat on their butt tonight, you think about that. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bone, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. LSU review and an LSU preview. LSU obviously put the smack it down <clears throat> on Southern. Not a slight at Southern, but put the uttermost smack it down on candy asses. Uh, uh, this past Saturday and looks to do the same against Mississippi State. We will review and then we will preview. I also have some recruiting updates. Oh, blank. There was a, a, a Woj bomb that came in today for LSU recruiting. Well, it was on the AYS message board literally two hours before the bomb dropped. <laughs> before the bomb dropped. So... Uh, we will get into some of that. 
We'll get into that uh, preview and review. And also, as we do every Monday, we'll get to Carter, the Power Bryant, who will be joining us at 7.30. We'll be doing all, obviously, breaking down LSU deeper and deeper as the layer of the onions go. Always look forward to having Carter, the Power Bryant, on every single Monday. Also, we'll do a week two recap of college football. Down goes the Irish. Down goes the Irish. 0-3 since Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. 0-3 since BK left South Bend. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you want to talk to stuff. You want to run your mouth. You want some gangsters in front of your house. Brian Kelly will set it off. Nevertheless, we'll get in that. Texas busted a grape against Alabama. <laughs> and Texas A&M, guess what you're not? We're back. Now, I get, I get that Sam Ellinger in Texas. I get all of that. How do you lose to App State, dog? How do you lose to App State? Yikes. <laughs> I know LSU losing to Troy was bad. Nevertheless, Jerry Zimmerman, getting to a couple of these comments, though, before we get started, says Brian Driscoll's going to have to eat some crow. He's going to have to eat more than that because, guys, a mythical, a mythical character and a mythical mascot and the thundering herd of Marshall went up to South Bend and wanted it more than they did. It's all that that was. They, they, there's not more athletes on Marshall's team. Poorly coached, poorly trained. Guess Brian Kelly was right, wasn't he? I don't want to. He left 11 and 1 team, 11 and 2 team. Got to be able to win. But one thing is for certain, he was not holding them back. That is for sure. Okay. So we will get to a lot of this. Holly Nose says he loves the Coach Pro Centro. Yeah. We'll be doing some of those to kind of, yeah, a lot of people have complained. I could play, but just suggested to get something in there before the intro starts. New intro that was done by Pooh Bear uh, is fantastic. As Blaine says, look at this intro, Pooh. Uh, that intro is fired. That it is. That it is. Always enjoy our uh, our um, our producers. They're always taking us to the next level, so I greatly appreciate them doing that. Jerry says, Lord, forgive me, but trolling Notre Dame fans is so fun right now. Well, it should be. Because, guys, they trolled you for a matter of, uh, of weeks and months, and, and now you gotta come, you got to clap back. Ryan Williams from the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com says, A&M is a bunch of weirdos. That's all I have to say. That they are. That they 1,000% are. No doubt about it. Okay, so let's get this thing rolling, though, y'all, because we do got a lot we have to touch on, a lot that we have to talk about. We got to do a, a review and a preview. We did a lot of the review. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. Um, 
I'm not gonna, but we're going to do a lot of preview. And I think Brian Kelly, who spoke with the media today, Brian Kelly laid it out to LSU fans. Everybody thinking that Mississippi State's going to just waltz in here and we're going to beat the ever-living sh- shite out of them. It's not true. You better put on your big boy pants. And I got to tell you, I, I could have labeled this one, the, the, the preview as a Rafino's rant. I, it's time for payback. It's time for payback. 2020, Mississippi State rolled in our house and threw for more yards. than uh, I, I don't even know what a good comparison would be. It's time for payback. LSU's a dog in this game. Mississippi State's getting two and a half, or, or minus two and a half. LSU's getting points at home. And, and guys, the game starts at five. So relatively in the late four quarters, it's going to be at night. We'll preview it. All right, let's do this. Everybody do us a favor. I see so many of you watching us live here on Facebook right now. About uh, 200 of you right already on YouTube. Everybody, stop collaborate and listen if you're on facebook like you know what the business is hit the like button hit the share share to those facebook groups share to your own social media pages if you're listening to us on youtube subscribe notification bell all that good stuff if you're listening to us oh and by the way all the brian kelly we're we're going to be doing this the brian kelly uh, uh um what do you call those things the um the uh press conferences We'll be uploading them to to our YouTube channel moving forward. So you can go and check it out there, too. We uplo- uploaded today's press conference. Go check it out after uh, our show here tonight. But you, that's where you can go catch it. It's always good to just subscribe and hit the notification bell. And you know, if you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Did a big recruiting um, thing today on our message board, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. I know that there's a lot of you in here that are watching right now that have not subscribed. So want to keep up with LSU and get a behind the scenes look of what we, of what we're hearing and things that we know go there and subscribe. Okay. So let's do this. Let's pay these bills. We'll be back in one minute. We got a lot of breakdown and preview and review to do. Stay tuned. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, sit you on by. 
Harry Alonzo or Alfonso, excuse me, Noble and Colin. Thank you all for sending us stars via uh, Facebook. We greatly appreciate it. Every time you guys do that, that helps us uh, go such a long way. It really does. I really do appreciate it. Roderick says, man, the air raid is going to be hard to stop. It, it always can be hard to stop, but there's ways, you know, Roderick, obviously to, to stop it. LSU did it a season ago. Jerry Zimmerman says, hashtag ask y'all, is our defense ready for the Mike Leach offense? We'll talk about that a lot tonight and as the week goes on. Uh, Jay says on YouTube, Baskerville. Yeah. Crazy story about Baskerville, isn't it? Now we know. Now we know. Um, guys, let me say this. I, I, I get what you're saying. Well, boy, we beat him last year. I, I get it. I, I, I know. Guys, <laughs> I know. What what I'm saying is, is I want the payback of when they came to Death Valley. When, when Mississippi State came to the Death Valley and beat us on our own field, that's what you call payback. Yeah, you go to their place, you beat them. Fine, cool, dandy, it's cool, whatever. Cowbells, more cowbell. Who gives a shit? Like we're Will Ferrell. When they step foot into Baton Rouge Saturday night at 5 o'clock, chin straps are buckled. I, I want to say something, but I'm not going to say it. But chin straps are buckled, shoulder pads or, or, or shoelaces, everything laced up, ready to go, buckled up because it's going to be four quarters of an ass whipping. That's the sense of urgency that LSU came out with Saturday night. I want that payback. Mississippi State has absolutely no business at any given year walking into this house into this house and beating you. K.J. Costello threw for more yards against LSU than he did damn near, not really, but in his entire career. Then he got benched weeks later. I want the revenge. Now, Brian Kelly, so let's get this thing started. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, and by the way, LHSAA, I haven't forgot about your stupid ass. I promise you guys, at some point this week, I'm going to absolutely tee off on the LHSAA. If you don't know what the LHSAA is, I'm assuming most of you do. It's Louisiana High School, uh, whatever association, athletics association, and whatever they call it now. I'm coming for I'm coming for your ass. Pause, but it's coming. I can't stand incompetence. I cannot stand incompetence. Guys, like, I'm pissed. It's coming, but it's not coming tonight. All right. Preview and review. I see so many of you. All 300 plus of you. Stop what you're doing. Again, hit the like and share. So, look. Normally, in a in a review, preview type of matchup or type of thing, we would break down a lot of the review on Monday and then slowly preview and then get into that into Thursday. But guys, I, I got to tell you, there was so much good that LSU did and Southern was not a great opponent. But let me throw this out there. You know who else wasn't a good opponent? Duquesne when Florida State played them week zero. Th there's three big things, three big factors that you have to take away from this past Saturday. Number one, Jane Daniels is your starting quarterback. Guys, there are really big statistical categories that Jane Daniels leads in. QBR, 
yards after contact. There, there are so many things that Jane Daniels through two weeks is doing so well. Now, you may say, well, Blake, it's only through two weeks. Well, who in the hell did Bama play week one? Yeah, they had a tough game against Texas. Well, LSU had a tough game against, or Alabama had a tough game this past weekend against Texas. Anthony Richardson had two tough games. Kentucky is not a, a sneeze of an opponent. Then you had Utah, and he struggled. And he struggled. But the biggest takeaway for me is, guys, if you're on the – and look, this is not to throw shade, as some people who don't listen will take this as. This is not me throwing shade at Garrett Nussmeyer at all. At all. Jane Daniels is and will be throughout the season, knock on wood, bar an injury. Please, God, don't let him get hurt. Bar an injury will be your starting quarterback. 10 of 11, and, and everybody's saying he was run, running for his life and, and, and trying to run the football. Guys, no, he wasn't. He had three rushes. One of them was a sack. Getting out of the pocket and continuing to look down the field to hit Jack Besh. Guys, he, I, I said this last week, and I will say this again. A lot of times when we see him, he keeps you in every single game. Jaden Daniels keeps you in every single game that you will play in. Were you impressed by what you saw, Alabama versus Texas? I wasn't. Were you were you shocked or are you scared now of AM after falling to Appalachian State? Are you scared of Florida now? The team that has showed the most consistency quite honestly, in your schedule has been what you will see this week in Mississippi State and a bunch of seniors on the offense and defensive side of the ball, juniors and seniors, I should say, that have been in this Mike Leach system for three years now. And then obviously Tennessee going up to Pittsburgh, playing a very tough opponent, the their reigning ACC champ, on the road, and winning. Jane Daniels keeps you in all of those games. You can't turn the ball over like that. You can't have a pick six when you're when you're that close to uh, uh, running out of bounds. Throw the ball away. Throw the ball away before the man hits you. When you're scrambling, don't try to make something happen that's not there. When there's one rival receiver and four DBs, don't throw it. No... <clears throat> Nothing good, <clears throat> nothing good comes out of a scramble drill when there's one wide receiver and four DBs. Nothing. Well, good will come of it. Maybe you get lucky every once in a while. But Garrett's got some growing to do. It's not throwing shade at him, guys. It really isn't. It really, really, really isn't. At least it's not my intent to if it's coming off that way because that's not my heart. It's not what I'm trying to get at. That's the biggest takeaway that you should have. Number two, obviously the offensive line. I thought that they played pretty well Saturday against a lesser opponent. But guys, at some point, you know, you, you, you can sit here and say all you want to. Well, Blake, they only played Southern. Okay. Guys, but they did exactly what they were supposed to. What more do you want to ask from them? Now, I still think 
that the running backs have to hit the holes quicker, de decipher where they're going with the running the football, where they want to go. They have to get quicker with that. Now, obviously, you get uh, uh, John Emery back this week. Is he ready to go? Brian Kelly says he is. Uh, I wonder how much you see him this week. But the running game was fine last week. And obviously, I think the, the, the biggest takeaway in number three is what they did, what you saw defensively. Guys, they're going to change things up. They're not going to stay stagnant. They're not going to just show you the same thing every time. Sign of good coaching. It's a sign of good coaching. You had Greg Brooks that moved back to safety. Jay Ward moved to the slot. Guys, Jay Ward has all the ability in the world to play slot. Because every time he's been in that type of position or been on the boundary corner, guys, he comes away with a lot of turnovers. Brian Kelly stated today that seven banks, the Ohio State transfer in this game, it's all hands on deck. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him this week. And I, I think 3A for me is obviously special teams. Come out, first play of the game, you, you generate a fumble, then you block a punt. Micah Baskerville is going to have to find his way on the field now. You don't have a choice. And quite honestly, LSU doesn't have a choice but to play him and Harold Perkins after what we saw just last week. you got to give them that shot. you got to find roles for them to play in, even if Baskerville is coming in on third down where Brian Kelly said today that he's extremely great in coverage, in his opinion. And then you have Harold Perkins that they just have to find a position for in specific spots. Guys, like I, I – what we don't need to do, though, and in a review of the game, because I'm not going to break down Southern a whole hell of a lot. Guys, they're not a great football team. But what I will do is tell you the realistic stuff about what we're going to preview for this week. And I, I quite honestly thought Brian Kelly said it the best. Brian Kelly did say it the best. Guys, this is going to be a tough matchup. It's going to be a tough matchup. Whether you think Mississippi State is down, whether you think that they suck, whether you think that the air raid is outdated, Guys, Mike Leach has changed his tune a little bit. Now, Rodgers is going to throw fit the ball 50 times, but at halftime, guys, they were very close to being 50-50 when the game against Arizona was really close. They're running the football a lot more than they have been in years past. You have to be able to contain all of it. You can't show them the same stuff. Basically, you have to try to re redo and reaccomplish what you saw a season ago from LSU's defense. Going three down linemen, running more of a 3-3-5 type of thing, running a 3-2-6. Those are the kinds of defenses that beat Mike Leach. But Leach has shown this season that he has a lot of confidence in his offensive line and his running backs as they're running the football a lot more than we've seen in seasons past. Guys, LSU's a dog at home. They are the underdog. Act like it. The sense of urgency that we saw just literally 48 hours ago is the same sense of urgency I want to see. Go down on special teams. Be a head busser. Be a head busser. Knock a dude's head off. Be a head busser. That's what you got to do to win in this league. 
I said it against Florida State. I'm going to say it again. The key to victory is very simple. Very, very, very simple. If you don't stay disciplined and you don't play your exact zone or you don't play your coverage right or you don't get the right blocking scheme, <coughs> excuse me, in the 3-3-5 defense that Mississippi State will run, you're going to have issues. Guys, they run six plays, maybe eight, and two of those being run inside and outside zone of the run plays. There's nothing magical about it. They run it to perfection. They run it at nauseum. They run it at nauseum. And they're going to make you stop it. I, I said I literally said this the last two seasons since we've been doing this show, and everybody called me an idiot when I said this, but I wonder if you think Brian Kelly is. Guys, it's the triple option through the air. The same six to eight plays that Herman Boone ran for uh, T.C. Williams is the same kind of stuff and the same ink type of uh, philosophy that you're going to see. Now, T.C. Williams ran the veer. This is the same concept through the air. If it's everything dictates off of what the defense does, it's sometimes unstoppable. You know what's interesting? Those same concepts were ran here in 2019. How did that work? RPOs were a part of it, sure. Now, Mississippi State doesn't do a whole hell of a lot of it. Same concept. Same concept. If you're not disciplined, you will get beat. People rag me when I said this about Florida State. The realistic nature is, the realistic nature, if you don't stay disciplined, it's going to be a long night. Okay. Let's get to a couple of these comments, though, before we uh, before we get Carter in here. Chance Babbins says, App State and Marshall got paid more than $1.4 million to whoop that ass. It's true. It's very true. Uh, David says, get physical with their receivers at the line of scrimmage. Well, you tried that last time and you got burned on crossing routes. You can't do that. Guys, you can't You can't do that. Must tackle uh, or, or must tackle no missed tackles. Agreed there. John Emery must have a great game. Offensive line must uh, really step up. Go Tigers. I agree with two-thirds of that. But you can't – this bump and run shit that, that Orgeron tried to run, you can't run that against the air raid. That's how you get beat. Blaine Smith says they were crowning Richardson, and I was I, – look, I was really high on them too as Cam Newton and Tebow. I didn't say it was Cam. I said he could have that type of performance. I still think he can. Kentucky went to the Swamp and beat Florida. Well, go back on Believe Network. Our partners over at Believe. Go on Believe Network. I said outside of Anthony Richardson, if you if – you, if you, and I said this. If you neutralize Anthony Richardson, that roster's cheeks – Guys, they're not good. You, if you mo, if you immobilize Anthony Richardson, they're not good. It's what they did. Uh, Mike Andrews says state returned sixteen starters. It's my point. It's like they come out the womb running the running the air raid. Derek Sonny Gordon says it's too funny. They still blaming Brian Kelly for those losses. Talking about Notre Dame. Uh, talking about italics, 
Kelly recruits italics, maybe Italians. What's wrong with recruiting Italians? Like y'all sound dumb as ever right now. Yeah, they do sound dumb. Guys, look. Let me say this too. Players getting NIL money is not stopping them from getting beat. What's going on in the NFL then? Stop. When you needed a score at the end, Jane Daniels got it to you, got it for you against Florida State. Bryce Young did it for Alabama. Y'all need to stop that now. Y'all need to stop that. You look you look like a damn fool. Jason Brumfield says Lemony Twang film breakdowns. Yeah, that's Carter. I wonder if it's Ant. I would rather have his aunt on the show than Carter, if I'm being honest. Uh, Michael B says Mike Leach's team always has the potential to be dangerous. Absolutely, they have the potential to be dangerous. Absolutely, they have the potential. Because they came in here in 2020. I don't care that we went there last year and beat them. I mean, I care. But I, I, I want them to come back in this house and get those cheeks clapped. There is nothing. And for y'all that played, for all of you that played, now they're mad at me, Pooh. I'm already seeing it. For all of you that played, there's no further disrespect than a team, an inferior team coming to your house and beating you, and not only beating you, man, just whipping your butt. Uh-uh. Not in this house. Not in this house. Pooh Bear says, thank you. I don't know what he's saying. Thank you, too, but you're welcome. You're welcome. Chris English says the this air raid scheme was a dino and dunk. Maybe he's saying dink and dunk. Uh, they will dump it off to running back one or 11 times like they did last game. They don't have high average yards per attempt because they throw so far underneath. If I'm not mistaken, though, if I'm not mistaken, they threw the ball 17 times. Um... They threw the ball 17 times in the first half, and I think they had 14 rushes. So they they were pretty balanced uh, in the first half. I, I know I have it saved, uh, but I what I don't want to do is ha- have to stop the show and then look at this shit because I, I watched them pretty vividly last night and this morning. Um, it's actually all that I did, believe it or not, um, was watch Mississippi State. Um, but I have the stats right here. I was going to use it uh, next week. Um, here we go. 21, 21 passing attempts, uh, 15 rushing attempts. So you're six away guys there. I'm telling you, they, they, and here's the crazy part. They ran the ball 15, 15 times for 98 yards in the first half, 21 yards. And like Chris said, which is true, 21 attempts, 103 yards through the air, 4.9 yards per attempt. It's not a lot, but they are dinking and dunking it off. But the, the fact that Mike Leach ran the ball 15 times, in the first half when he was down, when he was only up eight at halftime. I'm telling you. Uh, Jason Brumfield says at least Emory Jones had a nice pancake. And look, something that will go and notice on that Emory Jones pancake is him throwing his hands out and belly flopping him. Um, you can't go down for a holding there. It's a massive. 
Blaine Smith says Cade York is a monster. That he is. That he is. All right, two more. Then we're getting to the Lemmy Twang man himself, Carter Bryant. We put in a request for his aunt. She declined, so we have to. We're just still stuck with Carter, but it's okay. I love it anyway. Lucy says, hashtag ask Blake, may I see the sexy Pooh Bear? I mean, here he is. I mean, Pooh. Hi, Lucy. Uh, checks in the mail. Well, I mean, do you have something that you have to tell us? I mean, are you are you gaining a fan base? Is that what's going on here? Are you more are you more popular than me now? Is that what the hell is going on? Is your name Zach? Then yes. I, I, I'm speechless. I don't have any words. I think you got me on that one. I think you got me. Okay. So let's do this. Pooh Bear, they think you're sexy. Pause. But, I, I mean, Lucy, that's the third time in three shows that Lucy's been, where's my Pooh Bear? I mean. Hey, I, I don't know. I, so, so here's the thing. I, that's that's probably a a burner account of, um, of someone else. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Lucy. I appreciate it. She says, thank you, Mr. Bear. Okay. <laughs> He's so silly. I'm not so saying, I'm silly. just, I'm, so uh, I'm talking to Lucy, not you. So thank you, Bear. All so right. Silly. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get to Carter, the power Bryant. Let's pay these bills very quickly. Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, we will be back in one minute. Your Lemony Twang breakdown. Stay tuned by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell me, good friend Blake Rafino with AYS sent you on by. We're back. Carter, the power, Brian. Bring the heat. Or should I say, bring the lemony twang tonight, dog. What's happening? <laughs> uh, I, I'm just happy that LSU's got a victory. I'm happy that Miss Lemony Twang herself got to enjoy a game with my father and my mother. I'm glad they had a great time and uh, I'm happy to be an LSU football fan. I'm happy to have a W. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better weekend. Uh, you know, obviously everything that didn't involve LSU football just seemed to go their way uh, this past week when Notre Dame and A&M losing. So Blake, it's good to see you, man. Uh, happy, glorious football season. Got a hoot at win. Got, got everything going. Let's go. Uh, Carter, I know that a lot of people say that there's not a lot you can take from a game like that against Southern. I still think that there's things that you can take away. Number one being the sense of urgency that they came out and they played with. Um, what is the biggest thing you took away uh, from this past Saturday? 
Yeah, it's clear the quarterback race isn't close. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, the, the the reality here. And I, I've shared this a few times, you know, with some of the film breakdowns that I've done. Uh, I've gotten to know people close to Jane and people close to us, and they appreciate my honesty about the situation. And Garrett Nussmeyer, you know, I dropped a film study last night if you want to see the two interceptions. The second one looked worse because it was a pick six, but the play call was an experimental play call. There's nowhere to throw the football on that rollout to the right, um, but you still eat the sack and just throw it away. That and it's just a nefarious play um, by by Nussmeyer. And then you know his interception earlier was to me the the worst interception uh, that he's thrown up to this point. Um, Agreed. And and obviously you know Jaden Daniels has just been better now. Uh, I, I gave him a B plus in in my overall evaluation simply because who Nussmeyer are, or or Jade? No, 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 not not Nussmeyer. No, you can't. No. Oh, I about uh, to say Jane. I gave him a B plus because there, there's still some throws where he did have time to make those throws that still resulted in good runs. So it is still a really really good play because you know a lot of these throws that Jaden has missed per se he has still been able to run for a lot of yards. So it is not a be-all, end-all that he makes every throws, but uh, make every single throw. But at some point, you know, you, you do want to see him start to actually deliver some of the throws that do show up on a rewatch. Now, the good thing about that, Blake, is not throwing the football doesn't result in interceptions, right? So, you know, as far as Jaden, th this has always been him. He's not going to throw a football that he doesn't feel he can make the throw. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He wants to feel near 100% that he is going to be able to complete the pass, which is a good thing to a certain degree. But sometimes you do have to make the throws that are there that don't have the same level of certainty, right? That's just an honest evaluation. Now, when I say that, Blake, people go crazy, right? It, it, it's just the truth. He is still playing at an extremely high level. You look at EPA, Look at you look at QBR, you look at all these advanced stats. He is amongst the country's best right now in those aspects. But, you know, so, some of these throws do show up. Now, like I, I will tell you who my highest evaluated player was uh, versus Southern. And why, is that, and why is it Anthony Bradford? <laughs> Anthony Bradford did have a good game. Offensive line played really well. Will had a really good game. Who, who, was, your, really, who was your best graded player? It was Kayshawn. Kayshawn was just incredible, right? You know, the first thing here is he celebrated other people, right? And there was this narrative, and some of it was justified that his body language versus Florida State wasn't there, okay? But go look at all the replays of these touchdowns, right? He's the first person there to celebrate a lot of these people. And what's very interesting is on two of the touchdowns, he should have been the one that got the touchdown. But, you know, Jaden decided to tuck one of them, and then the second one he decided to throw to Jack Besh on the opposite side, which is fine, right? Yeah, and in but, that all 22, and that first one that he ran, if he does throw it, it's picked. Safety didn't, The safety does come back through the middle because I said the same thing you did. I was like, why didn't okay. he throw that? You know, but regardless, regardless. Right. Can, you, yeah, regardless. Okay. So, you so know. What, whatever the case may be, right, if Kayshawn is running over there and is the first – person to celebrate your uh you 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 learn uh that Kayshawn is somebody that is celebrating other people bought right? in and 
And, and that showed me a lot. Now I know we're winning and that makes it a lot easier, but you know, this was just not only that, but you know, the, the BTJ double move, right? Kayshawn, if he is the one wide receiver to the other side, he just draws a lot of coverage and it just opens up better opportunities for everybody else. I thought Kayshawn was phenomenal, right? I thought he blocked fine when he needed to block. I, uh, you know, he had the, res- the reverse. It, it, he was who we expect him to be. Now, the end results weren't the same kind of Kayshawn numbers. But, you know, for me, I, I feel as if this was a huge moment for him. And now we get to this Mississippi State game where last year he he did, quite frankly, win that game for us. Um, so we're going to need him big time again. Mississippi State secondary is really good, and 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 we'll, we'll see what he's able to do versus him. You know, Carter, I think it's the small things for me with Jaden. And, look, I get maybe the double move by Brian Thomas on the slant and go. Maybe against a better opponent, that's knocked away. But I, I – like, people are like, oh, he underthrew it. Well, I, let me tell you something. I would rather you underthrow it for your guy to make the play than you launch it into 12 rows up the bleachers so nobody can make the play. Uh, it, it's small things like that that, that really draws me. Uh, uh, to that. And you know what else, Carter? I said this today, and I said it on my show Saturday night. That reverse. Carter, I guarantee you, they might run just a simple dive to John Emery with Kayshawn Booty in that exact motion just to keep everybody at bay, right? That's how big right. of a thing he is. The biggest thing for me, and I want you to expound on this, Brian Kelly said something about Jane today that really kind of blew me away. He, he said, like, guys, we're in the film room, and, and, and Jane's like, coach, he's doubled. So the simple fact of Jack Besh or Malik or Brian Thomas is on the opposite side drawing single coverage, I'm going to go to them now because later in the season, they're not going to have a choice. They can't double him. When he said that, that they had had that conversation, Carter, a boulder was lifted off of my shoulders. Huh? Huh? Right? Huh? Like, oh, huh? shit. So there's actually competency inside that room. I guess when you hear that and you hear that from your quarterback and your head coach, I that feels very real to me. When you hear that, what's your reaction to it? Uh, that's great. Look, the intangible aspects of Jaden Daniels is off the chart, right? No and doubt. I, I, I love that about him. I've gotten to know a little bit more about him just through, you know, people close to him and a lot of the things that, you know, people may not know about what he went through personally last year was just in freaking credible. So, you know, those things that football IQ is really, really good. And, he, you know, he right now he's not putting the ball in harm's way. He's just doing a lot of things to help us win. So I, I'm just really excited about that. And I'm really excited about, you know, this offensive line, Blake. And how did you like Frazier at tackle? Did you, how much did you enjoy I, that? I loved it. I right? did too. And, and, you know, Cam also had a good game, you know, coming in off the bench. That was good for his confidence. But what's going to be really interesting now is, and and you you can explain this better than me, but as an offensive line, things are going to change this week, right? You're playing the most unique front you're going to play this year, the Mississippi State 3-3-5 pressure. Now, last year, we, we actually did a better job protecting it than we did in 2020 where it was then just the a, basic a, stuff they protected yeah. that more than the basic stuff which is so wild and that that's going to be hard you know this is going to be a really hard task you know brian kelly brought up tyrus wheat emmanuel forbes I'm, 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 what do you say 
I, 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 I don't even. I'm hot. Huh? I'm like, coach, it's a meat man. Be the meat. I, 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 I love it. Uh, but the truth is, is Blake, their defense is really solid. Really, really, really solid. Carter, their so, back end is better than what people give them credit for. Right. Now, what I will say, though, Blake, is I do feel defensively, you know, I know the, 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 the big thing going into this game is how will LSU's defense match up versus Mississippi State. And you made a good point about them running the football. Um, I think when Leach puts on the LSU tape, I, I it, it it shows that they're going to try and run the football. So I know that's not a Mike Leach thing, but LSU's run fits and tackling are still an issue. And if I'm Leach, I'm going to force LSU's defense to tackle my players. Jaquavius Marks, a really good player for them, number seven. So, you know, for me, though, Blake, they, they did lose Makai Polk. They did lose Heath. I don't – and they still have Austin Williams, a really good receiver – I, I'm not I, I'm not petrified of their skill, guys, Blake. I, I'm just not. Even though LSU secondary is not the 2011 secondary, this is probably the most favorable skill guy matchup that LSU has in the West this year. And, even more, even you know, more than what you saw from Bama this week? Huh? huh, huh. Well, yeah, Bama's, Bama's skill guys do have – there are a lot of issues there. You smell that? Um, it smells like dookie. Look, I'll 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 say this: Texas having Gary Patterson on their staff really helped them out. It was massive. That was such an interesting thing. They said that Patterson spent what like two or three months just planning that game. That was pretty smart. Well, they well, and then they said later on in the game that they uh, he did that for he did it for Bama and Oklahoma. Interesting. I love it. I love it. Dude, so, he's a good coach, bro. He's a good coach, man. Well, a lot of these defensive guys look up to Gary Patterson, right? He's mm-hmm. kind of like the um like the air raid but of the defense, right? He's mm-hmm. he did a really good job steaming things up and you know, in the end it was just Bryce Young making plays and them Texas not having a healthy quarterback there to make plays for them. But you know what, Blake, I I actually do like LSU's defense. I do think that they match up well. There are a lot of issues on this defense, but hopefully a healthy B.J. Ojolari uh, will help out. And one thing that's going to be very key, and it was big in this Southern game, and it's something that LSU, quite frankly, didn't do enough of versus Florida State, they're a quick passing team. They get the football out quickly. They don't try and hit you over the top. You know, um, Rodgers was 31 of 39. I believe his longest, I think the most explosive play they had versus Arizona was 20 yards. So, you know, the the knock on Will Rodgers has been he doesn't have a high ADOT. He doesn't have uh, a a high air yard percentage, right? He is an intermediate thrower. So as a defensive line, you need to stress, get your hands up quickly, get your hands up in the passing lanes, and that's going to be very key for LSU versus Mississippi State to, you know, disrupt the timing of their passing attack. Biggest thing that concerned me, now LSU got pressure on Southern, but Carter, the, the Southern, and, and look, this is what separates the men from the boys and LSU from Southern. And this is, again, no disrespect. Carter, I played center, I'm 6'3", 290, okay? Their center was 6'1", 260. 
in, in my opinion, you, we should have had a situation. Do you remember when Southeastern played LSU and Braden Fajoko just went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in 2018? Right. Well, their yeah, yeah. center was a true freshman. Okay, he was 6'2", 270. He's a true freshman. Okay? LSU's front dominated all night long. Carter, we didn't see a lot of that in the interior. It worries me a hell of a lot yeah. as we continue to move on. Am I crazy for having a worry there? No. Um, look, we're both LSU fans. Uh, we're all LSU fans here. You, you should be a little worried about the defense, right? You know, look, you, you, you've lost your best player, Mason Smith. He's gone, right? No need to sulk about it, but it just, you know, he changes so much for you defensively, right? And look, I actually liked Savian Jones. He did a lot of really good things this past weekend. So did Perk. What was that? So did Perkins. Yeah, Perk, Perk leading the team in tackles. I told you he's the best player in the country. You wouldn't believe me. Huh? I, yeah, exactly. I, I I hated Harold Perkins. I thought, I thought, I thought he was the next Clifton Garrett level bust. I, I, I that was. I am known for that evaluation. <laughs> no, no. What you would do is text me at one a.m. saying, "You up?" Dot dot you dot. Up? Question mark. Harold Perkins is a fucking. Oh, is really good. That's what you would say. My bad for. Sorry for the curse word. No, no. But Look. it's true. Yeah, yeah. Carter, did they use him in any I mean, they gotta find ways to get him on the field on third down, right? Like I'm not Yeah. Like I think, you know, so you look at his first like pass rush rep, it, it wasn't great. But, you know, as the game moved on, he started f getting to where he was feeling comfortable, right? And look, something else about Harold Perkins, if he is playing the Jack, he he is more athletic than BJ, right? He he can mm -hmm. run people down and as a guy that drops back into coverage, he does give you a little bit more in terms of that, right? Now, he's not the refined player that BJ is, and he's not the player that BJ is now. But at some point, he's going to, you know, figure it out. Now, the big thing for me, Blake, is, you know, Micah Baskerville was the best player for us defensively. And it wasn't just because of the block pun and the, and the pick six. He's playing at a high level right now for LSU. And, you know, it's it's good to have clarification that, you know, we're all locked in with him, ready to go, you know, for the rest of the year. Trying to figure out the best linebacker rotation is going to be very, very, very interesting. So, you know, for me, I, I feel really comfortable, um, you know, with Micah Baskerville on the field. I do think he gives us a presence. This is a guy who's won a championship. This is a guy who's been around the block. Um, you know, I, I'm really excited about what he is going to be able to do uh, the rest of the year. Now, the other linebackers, it, it, it was a little scattered. They they all had some really good moments. They all had some some rough moments. So we'll see what happens moving forward. Um, Carter, how do you? I know it's Monday, and we'll do a lot more of breaking down this game uh, as we as we start wrapping up here with you. How do you think this goes? Because LSU's a dog in this game. And I think for an LSU fan, you got to take it for what a grain of salt. Like, this could be a field goal game, okay? Um, that's how yeah. I'm going into this until I'm proven otherwise at the current moment. Now, I think LSU has the potential. I'm not going to say talent anymore. They have the potential to beat Mississippi State and beat them fairly. But when you look at this game, how do you see it playing out? 
I, I think LSU rolls. I, I love this matchup for them, right? And and so, Blake, you you know me, right? Like, you know me pretty well at this point. No, I've never talked to you before. <laughs> so I, I, w- I will share this, right? And I don't have enough time to explain it here. It's not, this isn't one of those snake oil salesman kind of thing, right? But I did it. I spent all day doing research on something that I have seen trend wise that has helped me predict games, right? And it's something that very rarely happens over the course of a season. And there are a lot of things that really point towards LSU winning this by double digits. Um, and, and, I'll, I'll here, here's what I'll do, right? I'll do a video on it tomorrow, and I will I'll explain it to you later. I, I I just got done putting all of this together. I have never been more comfortable with LSU as an underdog in this spot before picking LSU, and I have picked against LSU a lot of the times, right? I wasn't comfortable about the Florida State game. I still picked them to win the game, but I wasn't confident in that moment at all. And Blake, before the season began, you know. Um, I, you and I talked privately, and I said it on my channel as well that LSU was probably a seven and five, eight and four team, and they're probably still, you know, around that mark in terms of their talent. But this game had always set up really nicely for LSU for a lot of reasons, um, and and I I think LSU is is going to come out not only fast, I I think they win this game by by ten. I do. Um, you know, I, I feel like their skill guys don't have enough, right? Even though our defense isn't to where it needs to be, and I like Austin Williams a lot, their slot receiver, they dropped a lot of passes versus Arizona. They did. They, uh, they look kind of ordinary offensively, and there was a lot of Will Rogers, you know, kind of methodically picking apart what Arizona was doing. But there there is a lot from that game that would concern me if I'm a Mississippi State fan. And one thing is their special teams, right? They're still trying to figure out their kicker situation. And that's another reason why I don't like Mississippi State going on the road in this spot, right? Um, But what I'll do, Blake, is, you know, you and I have been friends for a long time. I will tell you after your show why why I'm leaning heavily towards LSU. It is really hard to explain, though, in, like, the final few minutes here. But – um, I, I've never been more comf- comfortable picking LSU as an underdog in in this spot, um, and I some of it is health. Um, and I think LSU is getting healthy outside of the Mason Smith thing. Abj Ojolari uh, getting a rest is going to be really big for LSU in this spot, and I I also think Jaden does a lot of things that makes Mississippi State's defense. Uh, tough in a quandary, if you will. Now, here's going to be the big thing, okay? And this is something I found to be very interesting. LSU did decide with their running backs to, in, in blitz pickup, is to just pick up interior pressure. I, which I'm I okay thought, with. Which I'm okay with. Right, especially in this game, right? Where the, the big thing about the 3-3-5 and how it lines itself up is they do a lot of exotic blitzing out of that front, okay? So if, you know, you have a guy straight up on the center, what they're going to try and do is just A-gap blitz the living daylights out of you. A-gap, B-gap, they're trying to get unblocked interior pressure. So LSU's running backs, the pass protection was okay. Armani Goodwin had a B 
big, big, big play on the Malik Neighbors touchdowns. I mean, some of the best splits, you know, pickup you'll see. It, it got a little weak towards the end. It was a good read by him, but it, but he missed it, but he got enough, right? And there was another blitz pickup where Noah Kane actually held the guy. Uh, it was, I believe, Garrett Nussmeyer's bomb to Malik. Um, so that needs to get cleaned up. And then obviously you have the John Emery thing, right? Um, can LSU be able to run the football with John Emery? But even though I am not overall confident about where LSU's roster is at this point, I do like them to take care of business on Saturday. If you make the right read, which, number one, if you're going to send a backer, I would rather the running back pick it up in the interior, okay, and then your guys overset, okay, in this scenario because Jane can find a crease and then get through it. Number two, in this in this scenario, there's there's two things that I'm looking forward to this game. In in my opinion, from a zone block or, or from a pass blocking scenario, you don't play a man here. You play a zone. Right. Okay. That's all pass blocking is anyway. You're not trying to get the surge at this point because they're going to be so excited. That's number one. Number two, and I think the biggest key, now they may see something different on tape. This might not transition into being right. Carter, the zone reads in the running game is going to be massive. Letting Jaden make the decision because for everybody that doesn't know what a 3-3-5 is, obviously you have three defensive linemen, three linebackers. So essentially six guys in the box, sometimes you'll have seven. Carter, when the left tackle or right tackle has the ability to go straight to the back and there's no one, there's so much space there for him to do that. I will tell you the one thing that Arizona State did that they that I thought LSU is massively going to be better at. Carter, if you come out here and we're zone reading the shit out of them 12 times in this game, I think that we rush for over 100 yards with ease. Okay. Okay. Huh? Because I don't – I think because, Carter, if you get Will Campbell out in space to a linebacker on a zone read, it, he benefits more than their linebacker does. On the flip side, Carter, I told you this all offseason. I'm going to see if it's going to pan out. Their defensive backfield is better than anybody's given them credit for. They're good. Yeah. They're really – Carter, I'm going to say this, and it's going to be tongue-in-cheek, and I'm not going to go extreme. They have the potential, and I think at the end of the year, we're going to look back and say they were the best in the league. They were the best yeah, in the SEC. Yeah. Because it's not Bama right now, in my opinion. Georgia's the only other team remotely possible that can hang with Mississippi State's back end. They got dudes yeah. back there. That concerns yeah. me just a little bit. Just a little. All right. Yeah. The limited. Tw- okay. First yeah. off, yeah. when you changed your name, what was your? What did you put your name as on Twitter again? So on the Power Hour LSU account at Power Hour LSU, it was Human Jukebox will play neck. No, 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 right? no. I'm talking but about your on, personal one. Yeah. So the at Carter the Power one went to, um, I think like Smoothie Prince. It might still be <laughs> Smoothie Prince. Huh? 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 And I come back on, and my fiance uh... was like, it was like. Not ever. I'm, I'm not making any of those smoothies, but my auntie, she 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 dishes them out, man. They 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 were they were fantastic. You know what's funny is that the the smoothie I'd gotten that evening was very lemony and twangy. When I took a sip of it on your show, my insides were just like, I mean, it was it. I I could barely drink it. It had that much lemony twang on it. The twangness was just too twangy. So, uh, oh, I mean. Yeah. 
as I tell my wife when she walks past me, I'm like, that thing's thanging. That thing's thanging. That thing's thanging, boy. That thing, she be she be popping them hips. And I'm like, ooh, bound chicken. Uh oh, what do we have here? Oh, smoothie, smoothie prince, smoothie prince. That's what it there, is. There we go. Everybody, That's go follow cool. Carter the Power Bryant on Twitter. Follow him at Power Hour LSU. Film breakdowns. What else do you have going on this week, buddy? And we'll get you out of here. Yeah, so I, I'll have that video probably out tomorrow. Um, why I like LSU so much in this matchup, and it honestly has nothing to do with either one of these teams. And actually, now that I think about it, it has a lot actually to do with 2019 LSU. Um, I know we talk about them all the time, but they did something pretty historic that even looks better in retrospect. So um, what I'll do, Blake, is you and I will jump on a call after this. I'll, I'll explain it, but, you know, in, it, it's going to take like 10 to 15 minutes, you know, showing all the data and all that stuff. So I actually am, I actually am taking LSU um, in the spot, right? Now, once again, could be totally wrong about that, but we uh, we shall 7, see 7,000 followers and subscribers on youtube I, I i'm just scared i'm just scared about joining facebook man face your facebook following is insane uh you like that I, you, I, I like that? I, you like I, that you like that like my name's I, kirk cousins but no uh if, i know a lot of people watching this are probably subscribe go to power hour sec you could subscribe to that channel uh, had a video pop right there talking about KJ Jefferson in Arkansas. Uh, it's very interesting, Blake. If there was ever a year for Arkansas, this is it. They got the elite quarterback. And let me tell you something, Carter. And I know that you live here. This literally is the last thing. Their fans no, are no. stressing like a whore in, in, in a Catholic church. They're stressing. Okay, there it is right there. 8,600 views. My man going viral. Wasn't that crazy, man? Talking about the do Arkansas. Did they get fans. mad at you or something? No, no, no. I was I was saying that this is their year, and you know I'm 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 friends with a lot of the, uh, the Arkansas media friends. That you, I, I've known Ty for a long time, uh, Jacob, and all those guys in the Arkansas media circle. Uh, this uh, I look here's here's a big benefit of being an LSU fan, right? You don't have like the fifty years of frustration. That and, and look, you don't think it about feels it. like it. It it does, <laughs> but it those fans legit think about that all the time, right? Like, will I actually see a national championship in my life cycle? Will I even see an SEC championship berth? Will I even see a ten win season? Right, A and M and 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 you know, Ole Miss even got one last year. Ole Miss got one, and they got a natty. Right. Um, and Arkansas's baseball has been elite. Arkansas's basketball is really elite right now. And their football is really elite right now. But those fans, you know, th they've been holding on since Nolan in 94. You know, it's that was her last big one in the three major sports. And in LSU, you know, we, we got a lot of them in, in two of the three major, you know, sports. So um, and women's basketball has been great. And men's basketball, we've gotten final four there as well. So it, it's. And at least we've gotten to experience that in my lifetime. But Blake, thank you so much. Your your show's getting better. Your SEC stuff, you're just killing it, man. Let's Not go. Like you. Not like you. All right, buddy. We'll see you next week. Later, bud. That's Carter the Power Brian joining us. All right, let's end the show here and and me saying this. Um, do want to talk about my good friend John Patton, though, over at GMFS Mortgage. 
GMFS Mortgage, they're changing lives. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton today at 225-614-1234. Let him know that Blake Rafino sent you on by. Okay, guys, week one to, to, to end this show. Now, we obviously, we obviously uh, saw the Saints come all the way back. We'll talk about that in more depth tomorrow. Um, however, however, guys, this college football season to start has been one of the best that I can remember through two weeks. You got Alabama going on the road at Texas. Then let me tell you something about Texas too, man. I know that people don't like Bama around here and I get it. I don't like them either. But guys, when LSU went there and then when Bama went there, they turned the damn air condition off. Do you understand how petty your ass has got to be to start doing some shit like that? Then they don't let their band come, and then they put their fans in the nosebleed. Bro, can you? Th this is why Texas should lose. Now, I'm not ever going to root for Bama. I promise you that. But I hate petty. Like, that level of petty. I'm glad Texas got beat. If I'm being honest. I mean, bro, that's their... That's Those players haven't done anything wrong outside of going to this Alabama, which isn't even really that wrong. For you to treat a university like LSU or treat a university like Alabama like that because it's going to get reciprocated. Texas did surprise me, though, with how well they played Alabama. I will give them that. And Sarkeesian, you know, what would have happened if Quinn Ewers would have been there? Woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, woulda, coulda, shoulda is only, care, only matter in horseshoe and hand grenades, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, on to Notre Dame, though. Y'all got y'all's cheeks clapped. Y'all got y'all's cheeks clapped. And I don't know how else to say it other than you're not good. Guys, Notre Dame is not well coached. They're not well prepared. Tommy Reese, thank God Tommy Reese isn't the OC at LSU. He talks, you know, and... and the Colin Cowherd interview in the offseason, he talked about how he wasn't even ready to be the OC at LSU. What is that? We know now. To all the Notre Dame fans saying that Brian Kelly was holding you back. Holding you back from what? Holding you back. You know what he was holding you to? Not losing to Marshall. You don't have the talent. You don't have the talent. You don't have the in-state recruiting base that it takes. Georgia has it. Alabama has more talent than you do. They get that talent. Now, they recruit more nationally, but they still have Alabama-grown talent. Florida has it. Miami has it. Texas has it. A&M has it. USC has it. The only thing good in Indiana is the Colts. And Reggie, and Reggie Miller doing a choke signal. That's it. Now, Pooper says, hashtag ask Blake, what happens first? Notre Dame wins a Power 5 game or Chris having a good take? Uh, them wearing a Power 5 game. It, 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 them wearing a Power 5 game. Chris, Chris Brown Lee in this chat, uh, he doesn't listen, Poo. Your, your co-host doesn't listen. Hey, Chris, those stats you bring up for everybody else, why don't you bring them up for Mississippi State on the back end for their DB room? 
It's only about log. It's not about logic with him. It's literally about what he believes the past has dictated him to believe. The past, you actually didn't have man titties. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This, is that how I got to end the show with saying Chris has man titties? He's got areolas the size of a salami? Guys, it's all joking. Hish repeats itself. He didn't even put the ruh in front of it. Chris, I know good and well you didn't say ruh. You said Hish repeats itself. I know, I know you, bro. All right. Chris, I'm just messing with you, dog. I'm just messing with you. You know I love you, Chris. I'm just messing. Pooh should have cut the show off right there. He can't do that. He can't do that. No. Not when we're on the roll. Big man titty having ass. Not you, Pooh. Chris. I'm talking about Chris. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. All right. We're out here. Notre Dame fans, Brian Driscoll, shut your mouths. Let Brian Kelly be great. All right. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.